Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the prayer that we find in Nehemiah chapter 9. And you'll remember that the Levites and the people are lifting up prayer, a prayer to God because of what they had done. Okay, They had uh, taken wives from among the people, from among the populace. And God had told them not to do that in the law. And so they're coming back and they're acknowledging that. And as uh, the process of acknowledging that, they're blessing the Lord's name. They're declaring that He is the Lord. He's the only God. They go all the way back to the beginning and say, Lord, you're the one who's created everything. They go back to the beginning of them as a people with Abram. We saw that in the last episode, how the Lord chose Abram, how the Lord brought him out of Ur the Chaldeans, how the Lord gave him the name Abraham as part of the covenant promise that there would be a large multitude of people that would come from him and how uh, Abraham had been found to be faithful before God and God had made covenant with him. And part of that covenant was that the Lord had given them land and that's the land they were in at that moment. And then they recounted how the Lord had seen their affliction in uh, Egypt and how he brought them out of Egypt, how he heard their cry at the Red Sea when they thought they were trapped between the sea and the Egyptian army and how the Lord had done all these marvelous wonders and literally how the Lord had made a name for himself. And then they had this great phrase, as it is to this day. They were acknowledging the great name of the Lord even that day. And I'm telling you, folks, we would do well to do likewise, okay, to acknowledge what the Lord has done in our lives. If we're able to go back through the generations to do so and to recount that, to recount it to one another, to uh, account it before the Lord and acknowledge it before the Lord. The signs and the wonders that He has performed in our lives. You know, sometimes we take it so for granted. So let's continue on. Uh, in the verse 10 was, And you made a name for yourself as it is to this day. Now verse 11, And you divided the sea before them. So it's talking about the Egyptians that were crying out before to God before the Red Sea. You divided the sea before them. So that they went through the midst of the sea on dry land, and you cast their pursuers into the depths as a stone into mighty waters. This is a very vivid picture of how God so often will handle things, even in our lives. They had an impediment right here. They had a problem. They had something they could not handle. They had the sea in front of them. They had an army behind them that was seeking to kill them. God divided the sea. They passed through the sea. But not only that, God took what had been the impediment and used it as an instrument of judgment against those that were coming against them. They get to the other side. They go through the sea. The land is dry. It says it here, through the midst of the sea on dry land. Isn't that a great phrase? So they went through the midst of the sea on dry land. They get to the other side, and then God cast their pursuers into the depth of the sea. So he used that which the pursuers thought was to their benefit. He used it as judgment upon them. And literally the pursuers became as a stone in the mighty waters. In other words, they sank like a rock. Verse 12, they continue to recount what the Lord's done for them as the people. By a pillar of cloud, you led them in the day. And by a pillar of fire in the night to light for them the way 
in which they should go. <clears throat> so they're acknowledging what we see back in the Old Testament, how the Lord gave them a pillar day, a cloud by day. That would have been very protective of them in the sun out in the desert and a pillar by fire at night to light the way for them in which they should go. That right there gives us some insight into uh, a phrase that we use all the time, which isn't quite accurate. You know, we do that so often within the Scripture uh, to our detriment and the detriment of the world. We don't rightly and correctly and accurately handle the Word of Truth. And so uh, and this is one of the examples because quite often we'll say, well, the children of Israel were wandering in the desert for 40 years. Well, that's not exactly right. Okay, not exactly right. You sort of have to quantify and qualify, okay? <laughs> because uh, they were wondering, if you do it from the perspective of the people, <clears throat> not knowing where the next step's going to be and not knowing where they were going next, okay? If you mean it from that, okay, I'll grant you that word. But if you mean it from the point of view that they were wandering around from here to there and not knowing what's going to happen and all that, I, I no, I don't want to say that. Because it says right here, and then back in other places, that they were led by God. Okay, The pillar of fire at night to light for them the way in which they were should go. Okay? They were being led. And it also gives some insight. Apparently, they looks like they were moving at night. Well, that would only make sense because if, you, if the Lord is leading you and guiding you, it's, you'd a lot rather travel at night when it's cooler than in the heat of the day, okay? even if you have a pillar of cloud. And so these little kind of things right here I think are sort of important for us to understand and to glean understanding from uh, because while they were recounting what the Lord had done for them, we're actually getting more details than, we're, that, than what was given in the original account. So the next thing we see in verse 13, you came down on Mount Sinai and spoke with them from heaven and gave them right rules and true laws and good statutes and commandments. Verse 14, and you made known to them your holy Sabbath and commanded them commandments and statutes and a law by Moses, your servant. And now this is getting down to the crux of the issue. They are acknowledging what God has done for them, and they are saying, okay, we came to Mount Sinai, our people did. You spoke to them from heaven, and you gave them certain things, right rules, true laws, good statutes and commandments. And God made known to them the Holy Sabbath, and he commanded the commandments to them, the statutes and the law, and he did it through Moses. They are saying, God, we know you did this. Now, why is this a big deal? Well, it's a big deal because they're breaking the laws and commandments, okay? That's the reason they're repenting and confessing, because they're breaking one of those laws to be separate from the world, to be separate from the people, uh, to be separate from the people, particularly when they came into the promised land, that they were not to uh, cut business deals with them. They were not to make covenants with them. They were especially not to intermarry with them, and they had been intermarrying with them. And so in this prayer of repentance and confession related to that, <coughs> they're actually acknowledging that, God, we know we've done wrong, and we know we have done wrong uh, uh, based upon what you have given us, right rules, true laws, good statutes and commandments, that everything that you've done for us is good, and we're the ones that have sinned. 
uh, as I've said at the end of every one of these episodes, just about, uh, we would do well, folks, to take this into account, okay, to begin to realize, wait a minute, we've done likewise in a lot of things. Even in the contemporary church, the modern-day church, what we see as the body of Christ in the New Testament and how we function together and how we do things together, that is not what we see in what we call the organizational church. It's not even what we see among the true body of Christ. Those that are true believers, the organism, are too uh, organized according to the way of the world rather than according to the word of man. We need to get back to the ancient paths and the word of God and the way that he told us to do things. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you again next time.